Hello, welcome to episode number two of the R Strong Podcast. I am your host, Gage Rozier. Thanks for tuning in today. If you don't know what this podcast is about or who I am, check out episode one, number one. I break all that down, give you a little uh, background on my uh, career through strength conditioning, I'm a professional strength conditioning coach, athletic performance coach, performance specialist, whatever you want to call me, um, coach. I break all that down on episode number one. So if you uh, want to check that out, great. It's about 10 minutes long. But today, we're moving on. This is our strong training. This is the way. That's the subtitle of this episode is This Is The Way. I'm on a Mandalorian kick right now. Um, I'm on season two, episode two. It's a great show. I love it. Uh, my wife and I started watching it together, and she has now surpassed me, and she has completed it. Um, she left me behind. So I have a little bit of catching up to do, but one thing I love about the Mandalorian is like the creed they live by, and they, they say this is the way, and they hold strong and fast to this is the way. And at least that's what's happened so far. I'm going to season two, episode two. So um, excuse me if I'm wrong. And that's what we're going to talk about with our strong training. Now, the idea behind this is there's a lot of just crap out there on social media. There's a lot of great stuff too. Uh, but a lot of just like conflicting messages in the fitness performance industry on what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Um, and what I'm going to talk about today is what I believe in at our strong. What I've done the last eight years training now thousands of athletes by this point on the guiding principles that direct our training with uh, people who are trying to get better. And what this does is the cornerstone of, I guess, what our vision of our strong is, what our mission is, is probably a better way to push it. Our mission is to empower people who want to maximize their full potential through athletic based strength training. Okay. So to, empower people who want to maximize their potential through athletic-based strength training. I strongly believe in, in getting better all the time and trying to be the best you could possibly be. And the R strong mindset is going to be episode number three, which I'm really excited to talk about, but I wanted to talk training today. Maybe I should have switched them, but we're going to talk training today. But my alley is, is athletic-based strength training. I think there's a lot of good people can do through this outlet um, to be the best version of themselves, maximize their full potential. So what I want to talk about today is our guiding principles of that and just a couple of prerequisites requisites, requisites to this um, material, I guess, is number one, this is all scalable. Okay, so these are principles. They're not philosophies necessarily. They're they're underlying principles that guide things. So they're, they're scalable. There's wiggle room in there. I can adjust. But the things we do are going to check all these boxes as we go. So three guiding principles of our strong training. Number one is move efficient. Okay? You have to be able to do certain patterns correctly. The last thing we want to do is add a load as in weight or external resistance to somebody exercising without them being able to do it safely. So the first guiding principle of our strong performance, our strong training is move efficient. If you don't move efficient, number one, you're setting yourself up for possible injury, hopefully not, but possible injury. And number two, you're not building a strong foundation on which to build your maximum potential. So with moving efficient, we want to establish a really big base, really strong uh, foundation on which to grow. So the underlying um, 
exercises or movement patterns we do with that, and this is another podcast episode we'll talk about, is everybody should squat, everybody should hinge, just essentially like an RDL or a deadlift pattern, if you're familiar with that, um, or do some type of push, some type of pull, and do some type of plank core series or trunk series. And we teach people how to do those things correctly. If you can't do those patterns correctly in a safe way, then we don't need to worry about um, doing that with extra load on our back. That makes no sense. Why would I throw 500 or even 100 pounds on your back if you can't do it with your own body weight first? So we're going to master our own body and all these movements. Now, we're going to move and all. That doesn't mean just in the weight room. We're going to teach you how to move, especially if you're a current athlete. We're going to teach you how to move from on the field, change the direction, speed, sprint, jump how to land, all those are hugely important things for athletic performance and to a certain extent for daily life itself. Um, we strongly believe in teaching people how to move first, making them feel better, move better is extremely important. We do a lot of mobility um, and we teach keep maintaining movement quality when you're tired. A lot of times when athletes get hurt is because they break down when they're tired. Same way with non-athletes anymore a lot of times when you tweak that back or something is because you you're a little tighter at the end of the day or whatever it is and you were picking up that your toddler off the floor or something and you didn't quite sink your hips like you should and boom popped it back or whatever it might be so maintaining movement quality when we're tired is a, a huge component to that and we're going to improve mobility and stability in key joints that's a key component to moving efficiently is your body is set up it's this magnificent system excuse me I've got my uh, caffeine source here. It's crystal light. It's uh, giving me the burps. It's the, it's the hard stuff, about 70 milligrams of caffeine. Sarcasm. Um, improve mobility or stability at joints. So your body is set up in this great system to where you have all these joints where your limbs move around on. You got your ankle, your knee, your hip, shoulder, um, T-spine, your neck, all these joints. Now, those joints are built to either be mobile, to move, or to stabilize. Okay, for example, like your ankle, you can do all kinds of cool things with your ankle, right? Up, down, sideways, make circles, spell your name, pick up stuff with it. You know, your ankle's really cool. It's supposed to be mobile, has a degree of stability with it as well. Moving up the chain towards your head, your knee is, it moves, it just kind of hinges, right? It just kind of opens and closes. It doesn't, you can't do circles with your knee, okay? That's coming from your hip when you're trying to do that in your chair right now. That's coming from your hip, not your knee, okay? But your knee is supposed to be stable, moving up the chain to your hip, like your ankle, you can do all kinds of cool stuff with your hip, right? That's why you can move side to side. You can jump, sprint, backpedal, dance, do TikToks. You can do all these cool things because the movement in your hip. And then we got our low back that needs to be stable. We got our upper back that needs to be able to move. That's one that's super tight with a lot of people. Your upper back needs to be able to move. Think about a volleyball player. When they're getting ready to spike a ball, they have to really turn and hammer that thing down. That's what we call T-spine rotation um, or the ability of your T-spine to move. And then your neck has to be mobile. So going up the chain, we're going to attack, we attack certain joints to, to really uh, maximize their function. So if, if your ankle is supposed to be mobile, we're going to do some ankle mobility exercises to make sure those aren't inhibiting performance elsewhere. Because here's the problem. If your ankle is not mobile, it's stable or it's stiff, then your body, when you are tasked to do something, is going to find a way to accomplish that task. So if your ankle is supposed to be mobile and it's not, and you're in a situation where you need some movement, well, it's going to get that movement from probably the joint above or below it. So if you think about the foot or the ankle, the joint right above it is the knee. 
yeah, so that your knee's not supposed to be able to move around a bunch. So we see a lot of knee injuries. A lot of times, sometimes it's contributed to some ankle stiffness, ankle, lack of ankle mobility. And that same kind of trend or overall concept extends up the chain. So we attack joints to maximize their function to keep part of moving efficient, our number one training principle. All right, I think I wrapped it up pretty good. Number two, this is the fun one. This is the meat and potatoes, move strong and move fast. I guess there's two A, two B, right? So before we move strong, we have to move efficient, okay? Now we've done that, now we move strong. And guys, strength, the word strong, already mentioned on episode one, it's scalable, right? Strength for um, a, a retired football player who's now 40 years old, his strength at that stage of his life is going to look different than what that looked for him when he was 24, banging weights in the weight room, getting ready for Saturdays, right? But it's none, it's still is just as much important, but it's gonna look different. So we categorize strength um, at R-Strong as, overcoming whatever's in front of you but we want to not just overcome things to overcome things but overcome things that matter so if you want to use the functional whatever it is that might be a word that we could use is, is functional strength getting you strong in all these movement patterns is a key key component to our strong training so our, i already briefly mentioned the movement patterns as a squat pattern it's a hinge pattern it's a push away from the floor or from a wall. It's a pull pattern to a wall or off the floor, away from the floor, excuse me. It's like some core stability, like a plank position. And notice I didn't say it's it's back squat, it's RDL, it's deadlift, it's bench press. It's I didn't say exercises because those exercises fit into movement categories. These movement categories were established by people much smarter than I am. Dan John's the first one I heard from. But we can use all kinds of exercises within those movement categories to satisfy whatever your specific goals are. But strength is the foundation of everything else. If you are not strong, you cannot be powerful, functional, capable. Okay? Think strength. Uh, a common thing uh, people use when they talk about strength. People just want to be powerful and everything. Well, you got to be strong first. So, like, you don't shoot off a cannon from a John boat, right? If you shot off a cannon out of a John boat, that thing would rock the world, right? You'd sink the boat. But if you shot that cannon out of a ship, it's got that foundation to be powerful out of. So establish some base level strength in our foundational movement patterns is a huge training principle of our strong training. Um, and it can look, guys, literally, probably, I haven't read the math, a million different ways. It's not just back squatting, bench pressing, deadlifting, whatever video you've watched and been shown on YouTube or Instagram. There's a million different ways we can do it. And I believe in certain ways, exercises, progressions more than others. Uh, but it's all contextual, all to make you strong for whatever you need to be strong in. So that, that's two way is strength. And guys, I'm going to break down that concept probably much more on future episodes. Two B is move fast or powerful or explosive i say fast because once you're strong then at that point then we can talk about moving things powerfully having some punch to you having some drive to you having some athleticism to you so to speak 
And don't just think just because maybe you're a retired person, you don't need some power to you. Okay. You don't know. Okay. I'm talking about the ability to like, for me personally right now, it's chasing my son across the yard, my ability to stop right there, change direction and go again or get up and chase him if I need to, because he's running around the house and didn't put his pants on after he went to bed or after he went to the bathroom. It's the ability to be able to express some type of explosive strength. Okay. But you could only do that if you built that kind of really strength foundation first. So this might look a million different ways. It might look, look uh, traditional barbell training where we move some weights fast guys. It might look like just doing a vertical jump or maybe throwing a med ball as far as you can. Um, something like that. Just expressing that strength as fast as you can is a really key component to our training as well, especially for our current athletes where that's what you do in sport. If you're a football player, it's the game is power, man. You got to be able to express strength. It's great to be able to lift a lot of weight, but if you can't express that stuff quickly, you're going to get beat. Okay. And same thing in life. If you can't react, if you can't express your strength, even if it's just your body in a way that's capable at least injury. It's just not, it's not, you're better than that. It's not your full potential. So I, whether you're an athlete, current or retired, some functional strength and power training is a key, key component uh, to where you need to be. All right. Our last component. So we've talked about movement efficient. We talked about being strong and powerful. Our last one is condition smart. So it doesn't do you a whole lot of good. If you're a, if you want to call a meathead, all you do is lift weights. But if you walk up the steps and get tired, that doesn't do you a whole lot of good either, especially in everyday life. Okay, walking around this house all the time. I already gave the example of chasing Macklin around because he doesn't put his underwear on after he goes to the bathroom. If I have to take a five-minute break after that, that sucks. No one wants to live like that, okay? You do need to condition. And it doesn't have to be running a 5K every day. It's a huge old school, get that crap out of here thought that in order for you to be in shape or lose weight, I'm not talking about losing weight in this. That's an overall concept of what we do too. It's kind of a byproduct of a lot of our training, but it doesn't mean you have to go run for 30 minutes or run. There's a million, we can bike, we can ruck. Ruck's one of my favorite things now. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we can do interval training. We can use resistance training to condition there's a million different ways that condition, just like there's a million different ways we can teach you how to move efficiently, a million different ways we can teach you how to move strong and fast. Same thing with our conditioning. Uh, the thing that really highlights this with me is, guys, is I'm going to talk about my kids a lot on this podcast. And if conditioning, you need to have a healthy, strong, what we call like an aerobic base, the ability of your body and your heart and your cardiorespiratory system to be functional this aerobic base also allows you to recover from your other training, whatever that might be. That is extremely important for training and health and fitness, but overall health is having a great um, cardio or if you want to call it cardio or aerobic base is foundational and extremely important. You don't want to be the person that gets tired playing 30 minutes of backyard football with your kid. What are you doing? Why, why is that? You can be better than that. And that's, that's a, why it's a strong principle of our strong training. And then a side note from that, if you're an athlete, your conditioning needs to condition you for your sport. Okay. If you are 
I hate if and then statements. So I'm trying to avoid one, but this is a because I think it eliminates context from a lot of situations, which I don't think is right. But here's one: like if if your coach is still conditioning you to play football by having you run a mile, it's not right. <laughs> okay, so it's not right. You don't run a mile straight playing the game of football. So you're conditioning. There may be some time, maybe early off season, where I don't want to get in that. Um, there may be some time early off season where you run a mile. Great. But if you're approaching season, that's what you're doing in practice. Don't, it's not, it's not right. Okay. All right. So conditioning, we condition smart. So I kind of, I guess, explain why conditioning is important a little bit. Smart. Okay. It should be done in a responsible way. And I'll, I'll tell you the background quickly on this is why there's been a lot of athletes actually tragically get killed doing conditioning sessions, especially at the collegiate level, because coaches um, push kids too hard without responsibly progression that, progressing them into what they're capable of doing and pushing them. You don't have to be soft on it. It needs to be hard, but you push them in a responsible way that it's almost like a minimum of dose effect. Like just do enough to get the effect you want. Instead we go, to level 25 out of 10 and that's where we start to see people really get in serious health conditions and you see this a lot in just everyday training as well um, guys i'm telling you you don't have to leave the gym puking all over yourself to move the needle to where you want to go that's actually not a sustainable model keep doing that go for it but you're going to last about six months maybe tops and you're going to get hurt Okay, so conditioning needs to be difficult. There's a time and place for that. But most importantly, needs to accomplish the tasks we're shooting for and whatever that might be, whether it's competing to try to be a, a you know, football player. Like I already said, that conditioning needs to work with that or just an everyday person like myself right now. I need to have some type of conditioning base to play with my kids, to have the energy to do that, to coach hundreds of athletes a day like I do. I need to have a conditioning base to do that. And it doesn't mean I have to come in the gym every day and absolutely murder myself to get that accomplished. There's much smarter ways, much more responsible ways to do that. And that is a key principle to our strong training. Okay, I think I summarized that pretty good. Um, I'm sure there's things I could have clarified a little bit better and ran it on less. But to recap, this is the way. As Mandalore says himself, this is the way that I believe in. Okay. There, but as you notice, I didn't say you have to Olympic lift, you have to run miles, you have to sprint, you have to do these things. There's things I believe in. There's not, there's things that I believe in more strongly than others, but we're talking principles. I believe you need to move efficient. You need to do things well, whether you're learning how to barbell snatch or you're learning how to just do a body weight squat, you need to do that thing well. Okay, and then you need to move strong and fast. You need to be functionally strong to do what it is you got to do. Okay, I side story I forgot to mention. I, we went to the Christmas tree farm two day, a week ago now, and the amount of people there that number one are fat and overweight is really sucks, but that's just society itself. But people couldn't pick up a, I don't know. What is it weigh? 30 pounds, maybe it's awkward, but 30 pounds, maybe, and drag a tree 100 yards. Dude, what are you doing? Like, 
that's what stuff I'm talking about. Like my age, I'm 28. I got two kids. Have you, as you've obviously noticed, like, do you want your son or whoever is looking up to you to say, yeah, my dad could carry that thing and drag that thing or call over someone else that can carry this for me. Cause we can't handle it over here. No, be capable, man. So like that's the ability with functional strength and some power training for whoever you are, I think is extremely important. Condition smart. Again, you need that aerobic base. Same Christmas tree example. It's, it's a combination of lack of strength and lack of conditioning. They can't walk up a hill without having to take a three minute break. It's a joke. Okay. But again, we do that in a responsible way. That's not, that's going to progress you, get you to where you go to move that needle. But it's also not going to just make you feel like you're going to vomit the rest of the day, every single day. Okay. Guys, that's the way. This is the way we're training. This is how we do it at our strong. If you are interested in this, you want to train like this. This excites you. We don't have programs right now at the release of this episode. It is December. Well, I'm recording this on December 7th, or we will soon. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I've done this before. I've rushed out programming for people before, and I did it the wrong way. I rushed it. I did it poorly i executed it poorly and i've learned i'm going to make it better so you got to give me some time but i want to start putting this content out um, to really develop this brand if you want to call it that i do want to call it that the arshong brand before i'm really ready to really take on those clients and, and release i got some really exciting ideas on how to deliver um, some programming packages that are one either if you're pretty self-efficient you can do it yourself you just need some guidance boom here's your option or if you need some help along the way now it's going to cost you more okay but i'm here right along with you in a much more hands-on approach hands-on as in through zoom or whatever it might be more on that later so our next podcast i'm really excited on to rant city coming up probably is the r strong mindset this is the way podcast we're going to talk about what i believe from what i've observed through working with thousands of athletes now by my eighth year in this profession on what works, what doesn't the key traits of the athletes that I've seen gone on to succeed and athletes who don't. We're going to talk about that on the next episode of our strong podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you love this show, I mean, even if you just like it or you think it's okay, hit subscribe, please. That would be great. And even better than that, if you want to go the extra mile, send it to someone you think might be interested in this. If you think someone Here's a per perfect person that will love this. Someone who likes to work out, was probably a former athlete, and they just don't know what to do. They kind of jump programs all the time, don't really have any direction. Send it to me. I'm, sh I'm helping you with some direction here on how to get stuff done, to train efficiently, to get you where you need to go. That's what this podcast is all about. If you know someone, if you are that person, great. This is your home. If you know someone, please send it to them. Until then. Stay strong.